Hey everyone, welcome back to Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie, and today we have another special guest, Jamie. Hi there, everyone. My name is Jamie. And if you're wondering, what do I have, what it takes to be America's next top model? Well, I'll tell you, I'm thin, I'm blonde, I'm ambitious, but also I'm a self self-deprecated delusional maniac who's been <laughs> been hiding under your under your car for the last three years oh my i know and what is my big inspiration because you asked so kindly well jennifer coolidge because i love big hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i love your impersonation on her oh no can you do the other one so they can hear man okay let me get ready Darn, I still, still can't smile for the next few hours because of this Botox, my golly. Well, obviously, if you haven't heard from that lovely mess that we call an introduction for me, in all hindsight, my name is Jamie. My pronouns are she, her, they, them, he, him. So whatever floats your boat, I'm completely fine with it. For like hobbies, I love doing art. Ooh. I've been weirdly enough going back into instruments, so I might be playing a LARP. And to anyone who doesn't know what that is, that's just a handheld harp. What are your current plans after high school? Dying. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or not trying to get dark hair. Mentally dead. Sleeping with the fishes. But in all honesty, I think I just want to focus on my art. I just love creating. And who knows? I, weirdly enough, into fashion. I've been doing a couple sketches. People take themselves too serious. And it could be in life itself, in school, whatever aspect you can relate to. But people can just be so serious sometimes. You're just like, dude, lighten up. Enjoy the moment you're in. You're just like to up in your head, I feel. It doesn't make sense to lighten up or not take every suspense so serious because there's always a different like alternative way. There's always a right way. That's what I always have to tell myself because I'm very prone and I'm an overthinker and it really just uh, hinders me so often where I physically am losing myself. And you know, this stuff just doesn't go away that easy. And I guess in a sense, which leads up to another problem I have when people just say that, oh, just get over it. It's going to be fine. There's really nothing to worry about. But in reality, the world is just scary. It is. I mean, especially how people are picturing it, depicting it, whichever you want to say. It's just all frightening to witness. And you are living in the middle of just travesty and despair at times but also there's times where it can be so enlightening and just joyous i feel like it's about a balance yeah. like of course being serious about what's going on in the world and being aware of it mm -hmm. but also going into what you do every day and having that mentality of like okay i gotta do what i gotta do and be aware of what's going on out there but also of course yeah do my shit <laughs> <laughs> like no one's gonna do what you got to do every day if you don't get yourself up like no one's gonna do the things you got to do that's how i see it and also like worrying too much on what's gonna happen next and just being like paranoid like that's yeah. another thing that it can affect you mentally and physically so i feel just having a balance on your own reality 
I understand there's a moment in place where you need to be serious. However, when it comes to the part where it's more of like petty things, it's just baffling to see that people are taking such high offense over the smallest item or just smallest like words. Again, also trying to realize that uh, there is other things more serious, especially with everything that's been happening in the news. Yes, and, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, and everything in like any kind of culture or even just like sexuality those are all serious topics where we should still keep talking about them to this day in reality i feel like people don't even realize that it's been with our history even longer than we actually have and even with that i kind of get upset just for like a, an offside comment with the school education that people don't really talk about these serious things because faculty say oh, this is too much. I don't think they'll understand. This stuff is scary. It's weird. With that kind of mindset, it's not allowing yourself to process, which is really just saddening to witness from my own eyes. Yeah, I agree. It's just about educating yourself at the end of the day. Like It ties back to our childhood and to our parents. Yeah. Because sometimes we like we blame them but it's like they learn from their parents and so on and so on at the end of the day it's up to you to learn about it and be aware of the differences that are happening in our world and just learning to accept it like maybe we don't like it it's weird it's new it's different but we have to adapt yeah and also picking back what you said that again if you don't like it you really should not punish anyone else for liking it for yourselves because just the fact that you have this kind of power or like, I guess in sense, quote unquote, the right they have as a citizen, but even saying that is quite flawed enough. They would do, or what would they do is take someone's life just because they don't like what they're doing or what they believe for. Mm -hmm. It's just awful. It's disgusting. It's just borderline just wrong because what gave you the right of mind to think, oh, just because they like that, oh, that means subsequently they deserve death to them all. And it's sad. Our next topic, I wanted to incorporate a little bit of zodiac sign, a little bit of astrology. So you were telling me your rising and your moon. So if you want to share that. My sun is a Libra. My moon is a Sagittarius. And my rising and most foremost is a cancer. As previously, I am a Leo. Y'all should know by now. Jamie was telling me about his rising, which was a cancer. And then I was like, hold up. My cancers are rising too. Oh my God. So, so we have a little bit of a connection in our <laughs> chart placements. And I think it's cool. Before we get into the risings, we're going to go into that. So do you resonate with your own sign? Out of all the signs, it's the most accurate for me. And especially because, of course, I have dipped my little toesy woesies into that pool of astrology. And for the most part, what I have researched on or like brief little mentions of it seem quite accurate or close to what I do actually like. So I think it's quite, of course, scary, but quite amusing. So you're saying that you do resonate with your sign. I listed here a few Libra traits that I'm going to ask you. Y la vas a decir if you resonate or not. 
Okay, let's go. All right then. So for the first trait, idealistic. I would say quite accurate. Yes. Yes. Cool. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, know. I like. No, because I've been funny enough. I've been noticing that like I show fairness, which surprisingly enough, being fair in a public society, what that never happens in moderation. <laughs> I can say a, a great example I can give you right now is. My friends were having a little, a little argument, in a sense, had to make me choose a side. I would most likely would take the role as like the moderator, the mediator, mm-hmm. a meteor, whichever way you call it. But basically, I try to be like my sign, mm-hmm. always try to be the, the fairness and the balance of which. Okay, then moving on, romantic. I can either confirm or deny that statement. You are. I love lovey-dovey stuff. I, I cry over the lovey-dovey stuff. All right, then. Understanding. I like to get a better understanding or a grasp of something. Obviously, I may not know, but I also think it's a learning experience and process, which could be quite helpful in, in hindsight. How about social? I think you and I both know this question. We, we, even the listeners know by now. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a... A fact. A fa- that is a straight fact. I, I was going to say a fact, no, but sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm social. We just know. After that. Yeah. Okay, then. Indecisive. I would say a yes and a no. I think where I say yes is because... I'm basically a go in a flow type of person where, oh, if you have something and you think it's cool or like this is nice and you believe that this might be good for you or you, you might like it, which and always every response, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Sure. Just let me get ready. I need a powder my nose. Okay. Last one. So self pity. So I think when it comes to self pity, I am very hard on myself. I am always in my head 24-7. I, weirdly enough, kind of been developing that I make up scenarios where either I'm talking to someone I don't know or I'm in a, like, really stressed out situation. And at times, either I'm just tearing up for the fact that I'm failing at something or I'm failing but I don't know the reason why. I have my worst and my better days. But for the most part, I think I've gotten better. I want to say full-heartedly I've gotten better with this whole self-pityness of myself. Earlier, I mentioned that we both have a cancer rising. Mm -hmm. So for those who may not know, a rising or also known as your ascendant sign is part of your birth chart so our rising is both cancer and i'm gonna go a little bit about a cancer rising when i look it up it basically says they are sensitive empathic and easily influenced by our environment you often have an approach to life that is deeply rooted into your emotional body i feel like i do resonate a little bit as being sensitive i get into the the into like my feelings you get into the feels I sometimes cry, like, I'll be like, oh, and I'm learning for myself. I'm not taking it personal. And recently, I've been working on that, and I feel myself getting stronger. 
to not being super sensitive. So I feel like for this one saying that, oh, we're sensitive, I can relate to it, but also it's something that I'm working on for myself. How about you? Do you resonate to being sensitive? I fullheartedly, 100% without a doubt, I am a sensitive. I've nicknamed myself like the crybaby in the family. Me. <laughs> and I feel the reasons why I'm more in a sense like okay being emotional just like in front of people or in general like in the general public. It's because I was grown at a, at a period of time where obviously it wasn't acceptable for men who don't cry which I really just hate it at the time and I still do when I do reminisce from my past conceal and don't even talk about it or mention it to anyone to not show any of my weaknesses or quote-unquote flaws of being emotional and I think for the most part it has affected me because I felt that I never got the opportunity to express it yeah to express it in a proper healthy way to how the way I feel or how I interact especially if I'm emotional or very distraught or upset specifically or just like anything simple I try my hardest to not I guess conceal myself I do have a force of habit to always just I have to run I have to hide I can't show anyone I've been more open and allowing myself to to receive some help or like words of comfort. And for the most part, everyone's been quite happy that I've been sharing more. I've been a person who also hides their emotions, just learning to express what I'm feeling because sometimes I don't want them to know, for example, if I'm crying because they're like, why are you crying? Like, there's no reason to cry for that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm crying because I my body is telling me to cry so it just comes out so yeah i think that's cool that we connect with our rising a little bit yeah i did not expect that like connecting with our rising like oh okay i'm like oh estamos conectados un poquito está preparado mentalmente okay <laughs> so we're gonna dive into your self-identity yeah it's an open space and I'm excited to learn from your experiences and possibly the listeners as well. My self-identity process and journey has been, uh, morally in a sense, a roller coaster. There's obviously, there's been joyous times and then Debbie Downers. My name is Jamie. To some people who don't know, that is not my original name. I have changed it early this year. However, I've been thinking about it for the past two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was quite a process. And I think for pronouns, I guess I go by all because... They're not really sure what to call me, which is completely understandable because in my appearance, people say that I look really feminine or really masculine or they don't really know what to say. So they would try to be nice and polite and try to obviously say my name. And so they won't have to struggle on like saying the right thing and hopefully not offending me in the process, which honestly full fully appreciate that they would even consider that because well there has been times and situations scenarios etc where obviously people use that as as a disadvantage for me 
for insults, jokes, threats, all the just crummy stuff. I will admit it did affect me. I know for a fact that no one can deal with so much hate. Even if you say that, oh, I don't really listen to them. In hindsight, it does matter because you're so used to everyone saying such horrendous, awful, negative things about you 24-7. And it feels that it never stops and it breaks you down. You feel just you're crumbling. Oh, excuse me. I'm trying to be emotional. But basically... It's just hard at times. There's obviously been my harder days and there's been days where it's manageable and I can joke around about it. Just like obviously to piss them off. I think what also kind of just like heavily affects me is what I wear. E, this goes out to anyone. This is not me in specifically. I feel that there's such a stigma on clothing. I agree. Which the fact that we're still having these kind of problems even though it's been with us in history you have men in i want to say the 17th centuries wearing powdered wigs makeup skirts any form of clothing that looks like a dress however cut back to 2021 and so forth we have men dressing up like that however shunned upon everyone's society that you're not a quote-unquote a real man in sorts and especially with women women are supposed to be signify oh you have to stay home you have to take care of the kids you have to cook and clean and make your husband happy every time they they just assume that the woman just has to do all the tedious work and especially for men if they are and you know i've seen plenty of times stay-at-home men who enjoy staying at home, being with the kids, and they rather prefer doing all that and letting their wife or partner at the time go out and work. And they is great to see. However, it's just disgusting to know that people talk about them in a negative, negative light. And especially to single parents and moms, I feel so just heartbroken for them because nine times out of 10, it's always the men's fault. I mean, we've seen it plenty, plenty of times before in real life. It's always the men's fault. And of course, I'm not saying... I feel like it depends, yeah. though. Like, on each situation. Yeah, of course. But I see that usually the men always just thinks the woman's just, like, nothing. And of course, some women have done that to men, too, which is awful. And even connecting this a little bit to, like, online dating with woman and men yeah you're talking to someone you get to know each other whatever circumstance and sometimes that person like ghosts you or blocks you out of the blue and you're just left there like whoa like what happened to that connection you thought you were building with that person and they just cut it off so that can also relate to what you're saying about people leaving you it's just sad to see with online dating, it can boost your confidence or it can just diminish you or in a sense in your head that you feel that you can relate to anyone or you're not good enough, which in hindsight, you are good enough. 
you're possibly either finding the wrong people for you or you have found the one yeah you haven't found the one or you need to find another way there's so many possibilities you can't just rely on one who knows it might fill you more than might help you so going back to online dating that can be a sense where you want to open up to someone or just connect with someone in conversation and sometimes you don't get that from the other person yeah and obviously with dating uh, if you're trying to find a partner of the same sex i guess people don't even realize that it's harder to find a loved one and i feel like people just think just do it i mean stop complaining about it but it's hard yeah and just not not only like you said not just relying on online dating but also going out there and meeting people and talking to people and it's so stressful because i feel like we put our own pressure on ourselves you see other people in relationships or with people and you're like well i haven't i experienced that yet and questioning yourself and going back to your own identity yeah and who you are and saying to to those people like this is who i am and you have to respect so jamie i would love to hear your intake on how you feel about a loved one changing their identity hence their name their appearance with my friends or or family whichever my beloved one who do decide to change their identity i think in reality i don't care because there's nothing that is affecting my own individuality or funnily enough i have friends that i've been knowing for quite some time they're changing their appearances they're changing their style, they're changing their names, and they're changing who they really truly want to be or who they always were, but they were just afraid. So now they feel more comfortable opening up and accepting that they are different in that way. Obviously, for me and my personal experience, I've changed quite a bit. I am still the same person. I was just, there's a few things that I tweaked out and I feel so much happier. For two years, I've been questioning it quite some time. I didn't feel right. Even at times, everyone does feel out of place. However, when I felt felt and kept thinking on that statement of mine, I felt that I had more of an opportunity to think about it. What these kind of emotions or feelings or thought process that I had Once I finally kept adapting and learning about it, in a sense, finally getting answers to what problems or I guess in the whole idea of like identity, I would always ask my cousin about these kind of questions. I guess she knew in a sense I was genuinely serious. I felt that I had no importance to talk about myself or even if my name was brought up in any situation, I would try to negate from the conversation and try to switch up switch up the topic or just me as I was a a topic or a subject I would try to avoid answering the question or saying my name specifically or I would just leave the room or I just felt broken I felt mindless in a sense where I physically was moving talking and just seeing my surroundings that's normal 
However, internally and just mentally, my mind was somewhere else. With this place that I went to in my mind, I felt that I knew that was something off. That was the only feeling I just knew at the time and still do at some days that I do feel a little weaker that something's off or I'm just paranoid about something and I don't know what it is yet. I know that feeling is there. And also just keeping it all in your head, that can be mentally draining Yeah, and creating scenarios that may not be true about yourself and your own identity mm-hmm. can cause you to to break down yeah. and being aware of it now i feel like you're much stronger yeah and i feel that people have noticed in a sense where i feel more like myself which like confident in your persona yeah i do feel better and i do feel confident and Going back to when I'm seeing a loved one of mine's changing themselves, I know in my mind that they're becoming who they are and they're accepting themselves, which in terms, they're happy with themselves for once. And I feel that is the ultimate goal for anyone to be happy for who you are. Yeah. And ultimately, just not caring what other people say and think. Why should you care what other people are thinking? But we always, as humans, we think about what others are going to say and we question ourselves and that creates self-doubt, just putting ourselves down, which is never a good thing. You said yourself, you have more self-confidence and you're ultimately more happy than you were two years ago. I think that's amazing to see that improvement, not only mentally, but physically. You're I can even feel like you're just like, you're you. Yeah. You're, like, you're, you're shining. I'm glowing. And I love that because the ultimate goal is to make yourself happy. Yeah. If you can't make yourself happy, then you're doing something wrong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but for a short answer, I don't care. Yeah. I, I love them for, for who they are and what they're going to be. Support them no matter what because... They are looking for a positive light or just guidance or just proof that they're doing the right thing, even if they are scared of skepticals. And to other people who are shunning them, shut up, Brad. We change and that can be uncomfortable for people to see a loved one, especially or a close friend. But it's important to understand that it's normal. Yeah, change is normal. Yeah. And I feel as a society, especially connecting back to our sexual 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 la la sexuality connecting back to our own self-identity and our Mm -hmm. sexuality and self-worth we're not used to it because like honestly connecting to you i it was a little bit of a shock when i found out your name changed yeah and i was like whoa like what like it took me a little time i was like of course it was unexpected yeah but i full-on respect it you're still my friend like it's something that i'm learning and comprehending specifically on yourself because you're the first person who's for example changed their name you don't you don't see that every day but we probably will (laughs) but yeah just that was something that opened up to me because i'm not used to people around me changing their self-identity but i feel that we're seeing it more than ever and it's just ultimately about respecting people's decisions and understanding if that makes them happy 
you have to respect it. You may not like it, you may not agree with it, whatever it is going on in your own head, but respect people, let them live their life and choose what they want to be called, how they want to look, how they want to dress, and how they identify themselves ultimately for who they are. I love that. The podcast question of this week was, how do you feel about a close beloved one changing their identity, hence names, pronouns, or physical appearance? We have several responses from listeners and I'll be reading them out. Starting off with Claudia, she said, I'd be a little shocked, but welcome with love. Second, we have Espe. She said, I think that families needs to be given time to moan the old identity and not be shamed for it. We love the person, but we moan the idea that we created for them in our own head. Next, we have Laura. She said, I support it because I can't imagine how terrific life would be being something other than yourself. Lastly, we have Ari who said, I would only give love and support. They are still the same person I've known all my life. Thank you to everyone who sent out their responses. I appreciate it very much. I love to incorporate a little bit about mental health and have my guests share whatever it is they feel comfortable sharing. And I would just love to hear your intake on it. With my mental health, it's, again, quite a journey. To start from the beginning, last year, early April, I sadly lost my mother to drinking. She was an alcoholic. And I, of course, did not approve of it. I've told her many times that you are basically killing yourself with us. And usually I would always say as a funny way, it's not saying just drinking. She's in hindsight to anyone who's like heavily drinking. You're always taking from the devil's cup. I lost her early morning around 6.30. And obviously that affected me quite a bit. I was dealing with not getting along with my family members and just shutting off from society. I did not want to wake up. I mostly just slept all through my days. And my eating schedule was just crap. I full on did not want to eat. I went away to my grandparents. But with that, there's... There was, was their own struggles with dealing with them because in a sense, I felt that I was taking care of them and their griefing. However, I was forcing myself not to think about me. I think with everything happening all in same five weeks, all tying in and then dealing with People calling me names, just, just idiotic terms just to get me pissed. But I was at a state where at first when I was like at a normal state, it didn't affect me as much. I thought it was just stupid, but I was just at the time and place. It just, it was just catastrophic for my mental health and. Sadly enough, I started to become suicidal. I had eight attempts. Luckily, eight, all eight were unsuccessful. I felt 
I felt scared to do it, but I was so close enough to start the process. But when it came close to actually happening or when I was going to, I just stopped. And with that, I just broke down because I just knew that it was wrong. However, it felt like my only way to escape. And I felt that no one really understood. And sadly enough, I distanced myself with everyone. I distanced myself with friends, family, and even with the grandparents I was staying with at the time, I rarely did not talk to them. Again, I stayed in my stayed in the room i did not want to go out and even when i did want to go out i just wanted to go out on my own time just to get away and with that i just didn't feel like a person again so i came back home after quite some time not talking to any of my family members for six months, which was the longest I've done it so far. And of course, I thought in my mind they were going to be upset with me, but I guess they were more just worried and concerned because they've known that I'm someone who won't who isn't really into like opening up. And then I went to I went to a wellness center because I just broke down at the time. Everything just started flooding back again. It was so hard to focus, even talking to friends or just getting back into reality. A reality and slash routine of mine that I used to have. I just told them everything. And he said, like, thank you very much. That's very brave of you. And next thing you knew it, I was just, I was harnessed um, going to the hospital. I stayed for an evaluation so I didn't harm myself during the night. And I got transported to another facility i won't say asylum because it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't crazy crazy i went there of course again harnessed up so i didn't do anything or try to and when i got there i they took my photo and they just released me and i had to do my physicals blood pressure and just make sure that i was fine I started medication when I was there. I think, I believe the third day when I got there, I was just hanging with the patients. And even with the patients, they helped me a lot because especially like with my gender, my sexuality, just even saying Jamie, I felt more comfortable just telling them that I'd rather be preferred called this I'd rather you say that. I felt more secure and I felt more allowed to be open. I felt that I can express myself and I wouldn't have any judgment. I still do miss miss the patients there. Hopefully one day I can re- reunite with them again. 
Then when I got home, I think for the most part, my family was so proud of me for coming back. And my grandmother mentioned to this to me, to people like you or people you've experienced with this, they've never come out for more than months, even years, or they would stay there their whole lives. But you managed to get out of there in almost two weeks. I never realized that, I guess in a sense that I did good or I just felt better. And obviously I'm not trying to make it sound like an achievement because I know obviously there are people out there that have it worse than I did or people think I had it worse. Yeah. But even with that, I don't want to make it sound like a competition because everyone takes their own time in processing or I think I can gladly say now that I stopped having those thoughts and I do feel better and I feel more happier. But of course, I have my weak moments and my fear mostly when I when I think about it is what if I relapse or what happens if like what if? Yeah, and it always lingers on and on every single moment when something just either I'm reminiscing or something triggers me. It's it is scary because I don't want it to happen. But I also know that it could. So I'm not trying to deny the fact that it might happen. I feel more of myself now. I feel that I can say or I can tell myself that it's okay. I think it's important that you learn from it and you're here with us today because well, I'm happy to have you here. Aww, thank <laughs> but you. thank you for sharing that. I know that is something very personal to you. So I appreciate the honesty and just opening up on something serious, connecting to yourself as a person but also your mental health and i'm glad that you're at a better mindset than before of course you're you're growing each day and just <sighs> i'm growing into you, you better be growing you I better know, not be going back i know because i i want you at this state of mind I'm confident beautiful and delusional <laughs> and delusional no but like honestly like i i'm, I'm proud of you 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 grew from that Lastly, okay. what advice would you give to someone struggling with their own identity? <laughs> You're like, gonna, um. I was going to say, do you want a serious answer or a funny answer? I want your, okay, give me your funny, then you're serious. Funny, then serious? See. Si. You're going to regret that in five seconds. Oh, pues. Okay, dame tu serious, entonces. Okay, now you want serious. <laughs> okay. No, for real. Okay. Just... Okay. What's the question again? <laughs> I'm forgetting the one. Sorry. Te digo, Jamie, ya se te olvidó la pregunta. Okay, te la voy a repetir una vez más. I'm sorry, I'm a dumb blonde. All right, then. What advice would you give to someone struggling with their own identity? I would say to this person, you just have to find the right people. Obviously, we wish at times that some things are easy at finding people that understand you and value you as a person especially value what you would have to say in mind but overall you will find the right people no matter what 
They're there for a reason. You might even not even realize that they're really close by. So you just have to give yourself a chance to reach out or just own the confidence. And if you have to fake it till you make it, do it. So today we're going to be playing a lovely quiz for idiots. All right, then let's go. Okay. Question number one. How many bones are there in the human body? <laughs> Wait, do you have the answers to this? Yes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> is, I it, weigh... is it 69, 206, 428, 420. or 666? Because... 420. Yeah, you're wrong. No, it's 206. Oh, I thought you said 66. No, what's 9 plus 8? Is it 9... 34, 817. 9 plus 8? Uh, 17. Oh my god, smarty pants over here. That only took me like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this might get explicit, but it's quite educational. So, oh god. Number three. During childbirth, the baby travels from the uterus through the what? We have the. Sorry, kids. <laughs> we have the guinea, uvula, Urita or Foliopia? I don't even Is know. Is that it? Yes. The last one. Are you sure? No, the second one. Okay. The vulva? Let's go. What is it? I don't know. Is that right? No, it's it was the guinea vagina. Oh. Oh. I was wrong? Yeah. Damn. No, the fact that I didn't even know how to pronounce three of them, so that didn't help. Number four. O is the symbol for, for which element of the periodic table? Oxygen! <laughs> you didn't even make anything up. Just been... Was I right? Yeah, you're right. Yay! Oh my god, that scared me. You're like, I didn't even finish. You're like, oxygen. I'm like, oh my god. Is it peasy? Number five. Which monkey gains a day during a, a leap year? Is it January? February? November? February. It's February. Yeah. How many eggs in a dozen? Dulce. Twelve. I knew what Dulce was. I'm mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Okay. Sure. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, so that was a little fun twist to the end of this episode. We, Jamie wanted to incorporate some random questions at the end to ask me. So please... Tell our listeners where they can find you if it's on social media. You can find me under the name, you know, underscore JAMA. Yes. So I will have it all in the description box. Okay. Cause I'm not going to spell that out. Yes. Not I got know you. That. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. And oh, of course, indeed. Thank you so much. I, it was such a pleasure being a guest on your ah, little podcast. Thank you. Oh, indeed. Remember to go leave a review on our Apple Podcasts after listening. We're done. We're done. Cue the outro music. Thank you for listening to our voices. Thank you everyone so much for listening to another episode of Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie, and that is a wrap. All right, we're good. Yeah, we're so sorry. Anyways, love y'all. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. <laughs>